Harlem Sonny Larry. Didn't you? He used to be the best of friends. We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. Well, you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. You liked me yesterday. Hello and welcome to Step and Repeat, a weekly movies and award show podcast for your two neighborhood-friendly film buffs. I'm Andrew. And I'm Matt. And each week on the show, Matt and I roll out the red carpet and Step and Repeat banner for a feature film of the week. And we are in our Oscars mini-series, which means we are covering a nominated film at the 95th Academy Awards. We are one week away from the ceremony. Uh, which I think this means this is our last full movie that we're covering. Uh, and this week, our movie is The Banshees of Inishurin, whose trailer you just heard at the top of the episode. Uh, it is written and directed by Martin McDonough, stars Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Carrie Condon and Barry Keoghan. And it is nominated for a handful of awards. Uh, it is nominated for eight, or sorry, nine Academy Awards. It's in eight categories, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, two Best Supporting Actors, Best Supporting Actress, <laughs> Best Original Screenplay, Best Film Editing, and Best Original Score. So, um, clearly the Academy loved this movie, as as did I. <laughs> can, can I stop you real quick? You know, I don't think I want to do this show with you anymore. I really don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm just, you're just feckin' boring. Uh, you're all feckin' boring. <laughs> I'm joking. I just want to <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not um, feckin' boring. Yeah, this is like, uh, uh, oh my God! Actually, uh, listeners, we had we're not recording at our usual time, um, and Matt told me uh, he's like, "Oh, I can't like record uh, like at this time. Can we do like this other time?" And in hindsight, I should have seen it as like a meta joke of like the Banshees of Inisherin, <laughs> like cutting you off. <laughs> yeah. <sort> of like... <laughs> it's <laughs> all it one just big now occurred to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh. Not gaslighting. What's the word? I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 early on yeah. Saturday. You you would have been the uh, the calm uh, um, Brennan Gleason in this, uh, <laughs> this instance. <laughs> oh, that's such a curmudgeon. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a great performance. How are, and I how like my fingers, fingers right where they are. Yeah. <laughs> um it's this. Uh, I love this movie so much. It is like so. Uh, that's like perfect honestly it's one of my favorite movies of the year i like have i have like little like nothing i have nothing to criticize about this movie so i never ever do this ever and um so i actually watched this <laughs> for a third time last wow. night and i yeah. still got teary-eyed at the end um oh my god i i love this movie it was definitely one of my favorites of the year um probably one of my favorites in recent memory I, I adore I, I adore this movie and it's so interesting because it's like I kind of like related to Seinfeld it's like really a movie kind of about 
nothing, but it's really about a lot. Everything, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like so, nothing and everything at the same time. Yeah, I, and it's like, when I saw this, I was like, I had to like think about it. I was like, why did I like that so much? I mean, the story was kind of boring. <laughs> it was kind of fucking boring. But uh, then you just like, you think about it and it's really good. <laughs> no? And like, I mean, pieces come together once you find out like what, what it's all a metaphor for and uh, just kind of putting everything together. And then you just, um, the four big performances in this movie, the four that are <laughs> all nominated, I mean, they just, everyone's just so good. I mean, everyone just like, is at the top of their game, you know? And it's, I I think Colin Farrell had one of his best years <laughs> in a long, long, long time. Um, yeah. And I mean, Derek Yogan, he's really proving himself to be something. It's he's, he's amazing. And obviously Carrie Condon is just beautifully magnificent. So, and I, I love her. Um, so she's, and she's primarily come from TV. So, um, yeah, and she's great. So, the whole movie's just great. I, you're right. I don't really have many criticisms, any criticisms at all. That's one of the one of my more perfect movies in yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's not familiar, the basic plot of the Banshees of Inisherin is um, these two friends, um, Colm, uh, who's uh, Brendan Gleeson, and uh, um, Podrick, um, I'm like really butchering these like Irish pronunciations. Yeah, I um, mean it's it's better with an Irish Irish yeah, accent. Yeah, <laughs> when you mean you America's a Podrick and yeah. uh, Colum. Well, like and I, think, I know, I think um, not knowing Irish at all. Um, I think it's like basically Colum um, is like the modern day would be close to like. Colin yeah. and Colin, but Colin. that is not Colin Farrell's character name so yeah. it's just like confusing and then Podrick is like the bastardized American version is like Patrick I think yeah yeah so yeah. uh I mean not knowing Irish at all that's just kind of what I assume that's my that's my assumption too I I mean when whenever Podrick says something to Colin I always assume there was an I between the L and the M but there's not it's, yeah. it's even though this doesn't like place, yeah, it doesn't take place that long ago. It's a, it takes place in 1923, so 100 years ago, in a fictional coastal Irish town or a uh, 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 an island. Really, actually, it's kind of important. Um, it's an island, fictional island off the uh, the western coast of Ireland called Inisherin, and um, then Colm. Um, basically decides he doesn't want to be friends with <laughs> uh, Podrick like, one day. Um, literally just like decides kind of doesn't want to be friends with him one day. And he's like, don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> um, and uh, Podrick is like trying to figure out like, why? Like, what happened? Like, we were friends yesterday. Why? Like, why are we not friends today? So he's kind of like dealing with the um, the shock and the like trauma of that um, situation of your best friend no longer being your best friend suddenly. Um, and uh, it's important to know their um, characteristics. So like Colm is uh, like a uh, very like stern intellectual kind of like a curmudgeon like you said um and i mean he is the one who cuts off the friendship and uh uh 
Podrick, played by Colin Farrell, is like very happy go lucky. I I think he's like kind of an equivalent of a golden retriever. Like he's just like he's not super bright. They kind of make fun. Uh, the movie kind of makes fun of how he's like not that intelligent, but he's like a good guy and this sort of thing. Um, and, um, and that's like part of the movie. It's kind of like, what's wrong with being a good guy? <laughs> like, um, and the reason that Colm like cuts him off, um, is because he thinks he's like dull and boring and, uh, not, he doesn't get like the sort of intellectual stimulation from him. And he thinks he can like spend his time better doing things like working on his music he's like a fiddle player um and he wants like a lasting sort of impression he doesn't want to be remembered for being nice the way that podrick is um so so it's like all these sorts of questions about um whether or not uh like what what matters frankly (laughs) of like how you live your life um and uh and every time that the the plot that's like the premise the plot is that uh Colum threatens to cut off his fingers um every time that uh Podrick talks to him which Podrick can't let it go which is yeah. really funny <laughs> so yeah. um uh yeah so it's like so it has this sort of um this gruesome thing um aspect to it and all the while on the mainland the irish civil war is brewing it it kind of just like happens in the background and And you just see it in the background yeah yeah literally i actually love that (laughs) just see it going on in the background and um not knowing like super irish history um but it's it's like not accidental that that's all going on background because it's um it's analogous to like the situation that's happening yeah. with Colm and uh and Podrick. Didn't they get to the point in the Irish Civil War that where they kind of were like, why are we fighting? Like it went on for so long. And they were like, why are we still fighting? Like no one really knew, and then they just kind of ended it. Like there was at least yeah. that's what from what I remember. I know, like from what I've like looked looked up like like very quick Wikipedia searching is um it's like so the Irish Civil War happened after the after Northern Ireland joined the United Kingdom. Um, but it's all very confusing because it's still right, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's part of they're all part of like the British Isles. So there's there's like just too big land masses the two big islands but then there's like northern ireland which is part of the uk and the british empire but then ireland itself is its own country separate from all that yeah but it's still under the british isles umbrella so it's like so it's all very confusing to me whenever you say the word like british i was like that doesn't really mean irish too but it's also part of the british like it's part of the british collection like it's it i i get it and i don't at the same time (laughs) like it's so 
so it's just like very confusing to me because it's like its own country it's its own property yeah. Yeah. but not. aren't you aren't you glad we don't have to deal with that here until marjorie tyler green gets her way i know like they probably say the same thing about <laughs> i was us. thinking about yeah. that the other day. yeah i was like when she mentioned like this national divorce thing and i was like oh it's kind of like the Irish Civil War. I found red panties. Oh yeah, like it's <laughs> like oh okay, yeah. Um, so the Irish that wasn't even the Irish Civil War. That was the Irish fight for independence. The Irish Civil War happened right after that, where like yeah. they were still like fighting. Yeah. But like that's kind of like what it boils down, boils down to, to is like, in, like the not the English, but like the British versus the. Ireland side like and yeah. who wants to be on what side I think right. that's kind of what it all right right yeah and oh yeah and so I guess like so the analogy in um the Banshees of Inisherin would be like I want to like remain friends and it's like I still want to be part of like the British like the empire and get all that stuff and then the other side of that is like no I want to be independent I want to do my own thing yeah yeah um so i was so it's funny because i actually i watched this movie three times like i said and i actually came i did it on purpose sort of because um i wanted to watch it from the three different perspectives of and i kind of put my shoes and like my perspective for like each of the characters uh or i by each of the characters i mean um padrick uh column and, and uh siobhan and because i've i've actually been kind of and not just me, but I feel like a lot of members of the audience have been in their shoes before. Yeah. And I relate to every single, I relate to every single character. Right. In this movie. <laughs> right. Right. So the first time I saw it, I was so sympathetic towards uh, Padre, Colin Farrell, um, because I, I mean, I've had people before in my life say like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I'm like, why? I'm like, just be my friend. Like, why? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, then there's, you just get to a point where you're like, why am I still fighting to maintain a relationship with you when you want nothing to do with me? Like, okay. Then you just come to the realization of going your separate ways. And um, yeah, I mean, I really empathize with him by the end of that movie. And it's like, um, you work so hard to try to get someone back in your life and then you're just exhausted and you just kind of give up and there's to a point where you just don't care anymore. Um, but then I've also been on like <laughs> column side, like running Gleason side where I'm like, you are really freaking annoying. I do not want to... <laughs> I do not want to be friends with you anymore. Um, but I, I would, I've no, I would never, or I, I would say I, I've never really liked to act on that. I've gotten mad at people, but like, I've never like cut anyone off because they're like boring. I've had an actual like reason to not um, to <laughs> cut, be cut actually a, cut them off. Yeah, cut them <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, but like, I also look at it like, um, I don't necessarily blame him for being mad at Podrick, part of me is like thinking, you know, he, he does want something bigger. He wants something more. He, uh, he wants, and so he's taking it all out on, on Podrick. And I think there gets to a point where he sees Siobhan leaving, pursuing her dreams. And it just kind of solidifies the fact that um, he will never be friends with Podrick again. Um, and he sees that she's doing her thing and he's going to pursue his thing, um, which is music, and he doesn't want to be distracted by other people. And I think there is kind of a jealousy there that he has, he is jealous of Siobhan when she leaves, um, because she is, you know, she's getting away from from this 
quote unquote boring life that Calm thinks he has. Um, so he does in the end decide to pursue his music. And I mean, I think, you know, cutting off your fingers is a little dramatic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially when you're a fiddle player. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, those you can't do uh, teach. So it's <laughs> what he ends up doing. <laughs> so um, a life fulfilled is uh, not quite where I see calm in the end, but um, satisfaction is eh, not quite the word for it either, but um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's just kind of fed up with everything. I mean, he's, you know, he's old and doesn't want anything to do with it and just kind of wants to be, be him, uh, be his true self as the Gen Zers would say. And, um, and then obviously Sorry, go ahead. No, no, like Podrick thinks he's dying. He's like, yeah. he's like, are you dying? Like, yeah, I know. Is that why like, you <laughs> freak me out too? Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the perspective of um of Siobhan, played by Carrie Conan, she's just kind of stuck in the middle of these two babbling idiots. <laughs> she's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. I got a job offer. I'm out. I'm off the island. Yeah. Uh, she's like the closest thing to an audience surrogate. Um, exactly yeah she's uh, i mean they all are to to a certain extent but like she's kind of the one she's so great carrie condon's so great in this movie um and um because she she literally says like what everyone's thinking when like it when it becomes very clear that column wants nothing to do with podrick and podrick is like i'm just gonna go talk to him he does this like four or five times yeah. and then like siobhan is like are you crazy? <laughs> like yeah. she literally like says says that sort of thing to yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's exactly what like the audience is thinking in that in that moment. Yeah. She she embodies all that. Yeah. My I mean my absolute favorite is just when she goes down to the bar and just tells them all that they're all feckin' born. And I'm making a push here and today to make that quote one of the greatest quotes. <laughs> AFI's hundred greatest quotes of all time. I think oh. that just solidifies that whole movie. This movie is hysterical. It is I, so funny. It is so so funny. Um, and my my personal favorite line is um, and this has to do part with the line delivery. Colin Farrell, career best Colin Farrell, by the way. Um, and like you like you said, um, and he uh is um talking to he's mocking um uh column at one point um and like because we're talking about music and he's like like i don't give a feck about mozart or borvovin it's just like the way that he says it it's just like so um genuine and like hysterical it's the the funniest thing i like had to rewind yeah. i i watched it again recently too and i had to like rewind it like yeah three times because i just loved it so much it's so and that funny. is that the same where siobhan comes in and she's like uh mozart wasn't the 17th century he was the 16th century <laughs> <laughs> the, was, the, the opposite like it was or the, opposite, the, yeah. the 18th century, 18th century. Yeah. All right. yeah. i see i don't know I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah like siobhan is is like the smart she's the smartest person in the room at all times like she's always like one one step ahead everyone else too and that's partly why she has this like restlessness to like want to get off the island um yeah they're all like stuck on this island like this it's very small town of everyone knows each other and like they know everyone's business mm -hmm. um and like siobhan is like 
had it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she won, and she uh, too wants like a new life for herself. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I guess, I guess, spoiler, spoilers, sure. Um, she like she gets it. She leaves. Um, it happens about like two thirds of the way through. It's like not. It's not even at the very end because you have to. Have, there's the resolution with Colum and uh, um, Podrick. Um, but it's so sad when she leaves. I I I shed a tear. There's um, at that time because her presence is definitely is definitely missed. Um, yeah. And also. Um, uh, another crucial member of the family. Oh, Siobhan. I know you're gonna... Yep, yep. I you were gonna get to this? Oh, yeah. Siobhan... I'm getting ready. Siobhan and, um, and Padraig are, uh, brother and sister, uh, and let's not forget, um, the beloved donkey, Jenny. <laughs> My heart. Um, big year for donkeys, by the big way. Big year for donkeys. <laughs> uh donkeys also a part of eo the polish movie nominated yeah. for best international feature um, next on my list yeah and it's also there's a like fun little donkey in the documentary navalny um that uh may win best documentary um so like big big year for for donkeys and funnily enough there are no donkeys in pinocchio I, I know, isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. so the, the movie you would expect to have like a lot of donkeys, like, yeah. doesn't have any donkeys in it. See, um, if we had more time, I have more questions about that, but um, we'll talk offline <laughs> about Pinocchio. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but the Jenny the donkey, um, Jenny the donkey? whose name is Jenny in real life, I watched because I got the Blu-ray. Aww. Yeah, and I watched like the special features, of course, and so like they're all talking about their love for Jenny and how like she stole like every scene that she was in, and she was like a good actor, or at least you know, of course, the little making of feature says like she was a good actor. Like she always like did these complicated uh, commands and. Um, did it well sold the job an an oscar for jenny that's all i'm saying i mean hey you know last week we discussed uh snub for sporting actress for uh gene smart and this week i will continue the snubs for sporting actress for jenny donkey jenny the donkey so cute i love donkeys now i don't i didn't think i've like ever really thought twice about donkeys before but like jenny is so cute (laughs) our our my plea to the oscars is we need an animals category jenny the donkey and benny the monkey (laughs) I know, and it's like Benny the the monkey um is like in a lot of stuff from what I remember too. Like, is a um prolific actor, and I think I think it's a she. I think Benny the monkey oh. is actually female. I I don't remember this off You're the top of my head. Yeah, um, but I don't remember like what her actual what her name is. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the one from the Fablemans, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Benny the monkey. Um, okay, so I know uh, we haven't really got around to much of the, many of the nominees yet. Um, so I've been tiptoeing around it. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so I think the biggest question here, the biggest one everyone is concerned with as far as Banshees goes, is best actor for Colin Farrell. Um, and I know we're kind of... Last week at the SAG Awards, Brendan Fraser won Best Actor. Um, 
does that solidify his win over Colin Farrell? You know, speaking personally, I think the choice is so clear. It's Colin Farrell. Like, if I were a voter, it's like, it's no question I would vote for Colin Farrell for best actor. Um, But, like, I've been trying to work the math around it of, like, (laughs) the path to a Colin Farrell victory. Um, I just, like, don't see it at this. I I don't see it at this point because, like, he hasn't won anything prior now the only interesting thing is it's like kind of a three-way race between right. colin farrell brendan frazier and austin butler so like whenever there are more front runners just provides for more potential for chaos so yeah. it's not not unheard of i keep kind of thinking about um Olivia Coleman, the Olivia Coleman year that she yeah. won beat like Glenn Close, but and then like maybe Lady Gaga for a Star is Born would have been like a third contender. Um, and this is this is the sad part. Colin Farrell didn't win the BAFTA, and yeah. Austin Butler won the BAFTA, and like so that's home turf, like BAFTA, the British, and the fact that the fact that Colin Farrell couldn't win there, where I thought like it would have been a, a slam dunk, and the movie didn't even win Best Picture or Best Director, which I was expecting, all quiet on the Western Front one, and the fact that Banshees didn't win those the three big ones, um, is does not show as much love for this movie in the industry as I expected, mm-hmm. but but. On the flip side of that, Harry Condon and Barry Keoghan both won the BAFTAs. And those were kind of upsets. Like, like those, I wouldn't have maybe, like, necessarily predicted those. And so it was kind of, like, surprising that, like, when those two won. But then it, like, didn't win the big, the big categories. So... Right. I don't know. I'm I'm trying. I would love Colin Farrell to win. Um, and be I would be so so thrilled. Like jump out of my seat if that happens. I just don't know if it will. <laughs> yeah, this is the first year I think in a long time that. Well, I don't see a clear winner for best actor. Like, like I don't have a solidified like idea on who i think will win um oh i don't have a slight i don't have an idea who's gonna win the acting with the exception of best supporting actor that's the only one i'm confident in yeah i just because like in every year i'm always like i have like a like i have like number one like idea like of course will smith is gonna win or like you know whoever but like i i'm usually we're all usually very confident by the time this time around every year like who's gonna win but this time this year it's like I mean, I don't even know the last time we've had like a strong three-way race. Um, yeah, I just, it's, it makes it kind of, uh, makes it a little more interesting. So it makes it a little more fun, but um, yeah, that's, we'll see. It's anyone's game. But um, I mean, I honestly, like, I would be happy if any of the three of them won, but um, I do really love Colin Farrell in this movie. I really do. Um, I also really love Paul Mescal. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, oh, we should mention this is the most 
Irish people that have ever been nominated for an Academy Award. Like the year, the biggest Irish year oh, wow. ever. I didn't I yeah. did not even think of that. Yeah. And I mean mostly is because there are four acting Irish acting nominees for right. the Banshees of Inishirin. But then you also you also have Paul Mezcal. And um and then there are like some other more other... than Belfast year? <laughs> Yeah, like no, yeah. well, like it was just Judy Dench and um Kieran Hines were yeah, yeah. nominated for those. True, and, true, yeah. Um uh and but um but so there are other movies too. It's not just like the Banshees of Inisherin. There are other like big Irish movies there's um in foreign language. There's The Quiet Girl, which honestly was a pleasant would say surprise for me i really liked that movie and it's in the irish language which is a dying language and um so it's like really fascinating that that movie um is nominated for best uh, foreign language feature and um and then there's a, a, another irish movie in one of the short categories called um an irish goodbye uh so so yeah so there's like a lot of a lot of Ireland represented at this year's Academy Awards, and it's usually like English. Like it's, it's this is rare. So um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ireland, and I mean, the saddest like part, the saddest part about like all this is there is a potential for the Banshees of Inisherin to win nothing. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I've. I've. I've come to accept that. <laughs> I know, and that has in part to do the fact that it's like in basically the same categories as everything, everywhere, all at once, which is going to dominate <laughs> the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Unless all quiet. Unless all quiet does. So, we'll see. Yeah, luck for the most part. This movie is not nominated in the same uh categories is that i mean there are like some exceptions like mm-hmm. original score um uh this is like this is not gonna win original score this is honestly i'm surprised this got nominated in a way i kind of like it it's a very subtle score um and, and something like all quiet on the western front is very like loud and obvious score um uh i am however um predicting at this moment this could change I'm predicting Carrie Compton to win. I think she's really yes. Um, I think it is a three-way race in Best Supporting Actress again. Oh. It's um, it's Angela Bassett, it's Carrie Condon, and it is um, Jamie Lee Curtis who won the SAG. Um, I, I'm I'm convinced Jamie Lee Curtis gonna win, <laughs> but I mean, so, I hope you're right. I, we'll see. The thing with the thing that I kind of like keep coming back to is. Okay, I'm very overgeneralizing here, but so of those three nominees, like both Angela Bassett and Jamie Lee Curtis, those would be like career wins. Like they're being rewarded for their body of work. Um, And so if like, assuming for sake of the argument, like voters, if voters only vote one way, if they want to give like the, a career win, they're going to split between those two votes. And also you have the thing with, if you're just a big everything everywhere all at once fan, then you have vote splitting between Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue. Um, and there is a sort of, 
general feeling there's a like general dislike of marvel movies so i think that prevents people from voting for angela bassett well i think there's a dislike of marvel movies with an exception of black panther i think that's right yeah i mean she's nominated she's the first to ever be nominated yeah um so i mean but all this and i mean people generally like this movie so i'd like i think it's possible that Harry Condon like comes out on top of all this of she's the only one that doesn't take away votes like from anything and like uh-huh. people love her people love her performance like and it's not like a career win quote unquote like they would be rewarding the performance and movie and I like genuinely think it could happen so I um yeah um that could change like it's it's still like up in the air so yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It would be cool though. Uh well, it would be a bad look because if Angela Bassett doesn't win this category, it's like um especially for a year that they chose not to nominate or reward black women, like when a front runner Angela Bassett doesn't get it, then like it would be not a not a good look. So I would love I would love Angela Bassett to win too. I I, I like the performances and all. Well, mm, I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. Um, but I like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> um, so yeah. So supporting actress. God, all the acting nominees, with the exception of the supporting actor, which is Kihei Khan, are so interesting. It's, yeah. it's gonna come down to the wire on all three of them. I, I think you're right. I we shall see. I I I I, I don't want to put any money on anyone right now. <laughs> you know. Um but it makes it it makes it so much that much more interesting. So um and the last big award this movie's nominated for is um best director uh martin mcdonough um who did win did he win for no he's never he's never won an oscar he wasn't even nominated for director for um three billboards i think it's possible because the writing is so good that he could win screenplay here it's either him or daniels for everything everywhere yeah um, yeah, i think daniels have that but um yeah. Yeah. I mean we'll we'll see. It's uh I think it's gonna be well, I mean for original screenplay it'll be between him and the Daniels and then for director. Um I put him as like a solid I put Mark McDonough as like a solid third after the Daniels and Steven Spielberg. Um but we will see. We will we will see in uh a week? seven days, uh eight yeah. days. So um yeah, anything else from you regarding the Banshees of Inishirin? No, um, it's on HBO Max. Um, yes. It's very accessible, so highly, highly recommend. Um, uh, it's a, a fun time. It's sad by all. And it's melancholy, yes. too. It's fun and sad. It's it's yes. just a great movie. It's a great movie. It's all the feels. Yeah. So um, before we head out of here, I want to say a quick thank you to you and to our listeners for uh, going on this uh, journey with us the past few weeks um we will be back next week but not reviewing a film but with our predictions and some more fun surprises so stay tuned for that i look forward to that episode so if there's nothing left from you um that'll do it for me and that's a wrap from us but of course we'd love to hear more from you so let us know what you thought of today's show and what you thought of the banshees of Inishirin, now available on hbo max if you had the chance to watch um, you can always reach us on Twitter at RepeatSetPod and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Um, 
or send us an email at stepandrepeatpod at gmail.com. And you can also find more of our reviews on the Letterboxd app. Andrew is at A Shine, and I'm at mgrant1219. As always, take a few seconds to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to our little show. And I think I speak for Andrew when I say it's an honor just to be considered. <laughs>